This, 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 this is mythical. Welcome to the inaugural 2018 Air Biscuit. I'm Link. And I'm Rhett. This week at the round table of dim lighting, we're going to be talking to one another about our break. We gotta catch up, right? It's one of those times. Catch up, um, you know, because we, we- Catch up, set it up, and then knock it down. We haven't we haven't spoken a whole lot. We've already done quite a bit of work. We yeah, haven't over spoken- the past, oh, Just over the past few days. Uh, we haven't spoken uh, that much about um, what we did because we don't spend time together over the holidays as a policy. Yeah, we, um, of course, we both go home to North Carolina in order to see our family, and we each have the things that we do, which you know, it will be part of us. Uh, we'll we'll clue you in on that as the we things that as we, as we give each other updates. But one of the things we don't do is get together or speak to each other, or it, like if we happen to run into each other, it's just that's going to be just happenstance. Yeah. Which, there's, which, there's certainly no work happening. Which like, happened, we're very strict about that. Which did happen randomly, which we will talk about. Yeah, so, um, well the first thing is we book our flights to go home independently and then we find out, you know, weeks before we go home that we're on the same flight. <laughs> well, so, that's a little bit of an oversimplification. Isn't that what happened? No, well, our books, our books. We said we wanted to go home the same day. Our flights were booked for us. And then the flights and were the booked. And the person who booked the flights was like, well, I'm gonna put them on the same flight. We independently chose the same day to go home and we chose a different day to come back. Incidentally, the same flight that Guava Juice was on. Yeah, we saw We had the, a very juicy G- <laughs> We call him GJ. GJ. Can think of any in the in the that's a uh, that's a shortening of a terminal. Name no one ever says like GJ because it sounds like you're calling somebody DJ, but you have you like talk. a speech impediment. GJ, uh, but we did see GJ. Uh, got some got some pictures with him. <laughs> no, we didn't. People came up and got pictures with him, uh, and we watched. Yeah, it was, we, it was we, awkward. We watched for us. that. Uh, we we did, didn't talk about. I it. did get a picture with a very was that a very the very tall basketball player? Was that that trip or was that a different trip? No, that was. That was like one of the last t- stops on the tour of mythicality. Oh, I was just trying to give myself some sort of validation. Like somebody yeah, they, came up to us and well, wanted a picture with us. Well, somebody also wanted a picture with me. Nobody no, wanted a picture with us. Nobody wa- they wanted well, a picture with GJ and that's when, it. When you're, when you're in a group with so many kids, it's like, oh, that must be like a, a school group. A school. Like the, I, why would I want pictures with those chaperones when I can get a picture with guava juice? Right. I think is what everyone in the terminal was thinking. Um, so. Uh, and then we got on the flight. Oh, you want to talk about the flight? And yes. we didn't talk to each other because that was the, once you cross, once you went into the sky, that's when it began. We're we're on that's our separate vacation holiday. Begins. I wouldn't call it vacation. I uh, think I think we went into that before we did it. Like we anticipated that this is not called vacation. This is called uh, a family reconnaissance mission. Well, I love I love my family. I actually, and I can still say that on the backside of being there. Yeah, but I actually got, but I did not vacate. I got some. You can be a little bit jealous because I got some alone time. That's the way it worked out for me for a couple of days. Um, I used the restroom by myself. I took showers alone, long showers, and that long I, and bathroom. I'll put trips. that down as a complaint. Actually, I actually so one of the things that happened the to sh- me showering alone part is uh, you know we stay with my sister in law, and um, which incidentally, I mean, point number one is I am sharing a bathroom with. 
teenage boys. Um, and uh, that's not something. Two, two of them? Well, well, if you count my son, three of them. Three teenage boys and then a nine year old. If you, you know, when you get to. So I've already you got and, two teenage you and nephews. Jesse. Yes. How many sinks are in there? Uh, there's two sinks. Okay. But uh, it wasn't like one is designated the teenage boy sink. Boy, that would have been convenient. I should have thought about that. I should have written that over the sink with a lipstick or something. They have lipstick in there? I'm sure I could have found some, or maybe I just printed it out. Teenage boys use this sink for whatever purpose you use sinks for. I don't think um, it would be nice to to start designating whose sink is who in someone else's bathroom. But just taking a shower in a place that a teenage boy showers is just not something that, I just not something I'm interested in. I mean, I have a different bathroom for my kids for a reason, because they disrespect <laughs> the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? It smells weird in there all the time. They cannot hit the toilet to save their with life. With their pee stream. Yeah, what, I mean, I'm taller than they are. I'm further away from the toilet than they are. <laughs> I still hit it every time. You got more experience. I got a lot more experience. I mean, if you make them clean it up a few times, do they have to clean up their own piece bladder? No, I do. You did? Yeah. I mean. Well, I do that here. Listen. You're not, pee you're not cleaning up after me. I cleaned up the toilet. I am like a freaking bullseye every time. I, I mean, I rummaged under the sink and I got out the sprayer and the brusher and you know what, come to think of it, I cleaned off the freaking rim of the toilet just not 17 minutes ago. I saw that, and that was after yesterday I cleaned the whole toilet. In the stage bathroom? Yeah, in the stage the bathroom. The stage bathroom, somebody had a big old just circle of piss. <laughs> a dollop of it, yeah, yeah. That had dried. I looked at so that. So what that means is that somebody did it, you could clearly see that it was there, and then they let it dry, and that well, means other people saw it. I don't know if you see it until it dries. L leave it to I'm me to come in there. To and the benefit. I'm gonna, Wipe it I'm gonna down. Give the benefit of the doubt. That's not my job anymore. Did you do it? Yes. And I did it too. We're dads. No, we're, we're cleaning the... the toilets in our own company. <laughs> Literally. Something's wrong here. Yesterday I cleaned the toilet. We didn't know, and today you cleaned the same toilet. <laughs> did you use the Lysol spray and then the brush? I didn't get that into it, man. What, what do you mean? What did you just, you used the, you scrunched up toilet paper and used your hand? Yes. There's a brush with a oh, handle no, no, right it, beside it. it no, listen, you gotta understand. It wasn't a full commitment toilet cleaning. It was literally like, I gotta pee, I need to get to wardrobe to change, um, but there's this <laughs> pee doll up there and I don't, and I feel like I should take care of it. Yeah, so I did the I, quick. It really bothered the me. The quick rip, ball up and wipe. Yeah. And then, and then wash. Oh yeah. Yeah, because even though I don't think I came in contact with the piss dollop, I, it, I, I just feel like it probably could have contaminated me. I thought about putting a sign, but you know signs in in like a in like an environment like this don't do any good. I mean, well, we had there signs on like "Don't leave dirty dishes in the sink," and this, that hasn't worked there. for two years. It's still there, though. I mean, the signs there, but it doesn't do any good. You mean like office signs, corporate office? Yeah, signs? Yeah, like we can't. Are we getting that corporate? It's sad. We've had I, those for years. I mean, man. I literally, I the thoughts that were going through my head were, if I put up a sign and it said. Whenever you're done using the toilet, look down at what you've done to it. Yeah. Like, don't just get up from the toilet, <laughs> flush, and assume it's a happy ending. You've got to turn around and look at what you're leaving behind. This won't work. And and so I don't telling know. telling this. I, I, well, it's not a pithy sign. You got I got to wordsmith it. But it's like, when on. you're done, turn around, son. 
What but about they that? do make you it like look at cr- it. A Cracker Barrel. Look at what you did. At Cracker Barrel, they make these kinds of signs, and it's a little humorous, so it takes the edge off. That doesn't help. If you sprinkle when you tinkle, Dash. what is it? If you sprinkle if when you, you sprinkle, tinkle, when you tinkle, please be neat and wipe the seat. Yeah, exactly. Cracker Barrel's already already thought of this, man. There, well, incidentally, I I went to Cracker Barrel over the break. Uh, Cracker Barrel was recently not. It's not a sponsor, but they were recently voted. There was a dude that went out and uh, tried all the fast food restaurants, uh-huh. uh, the chain restaurants, okay. not, not, not fast food, but chain restaurants. And A dude, uh, like a journalist? Like a, like a real restaurant person, Okay, critic. This is secondhand, secondhand at this point, but all I know is that the secondhand, secondhand boiled down version so this of this is story. not like a tasty producer. No, it's just like some, like a, the, the buzz of the story, the hook of the story <laughs> is, Professional restaurant critic reviews, legitimately reviews fast food, not fast food, chain restaurants. And Cracker Barrel was on the list, and like IHOP was on the list. And Cracker Barrel was the top. Oh, well, because mm-hmm. first of all, that sounds like fun. There's also a new hipster Cracker Barrel. Somebody look this hipster up. Hipster Barrel? No, so, the people who make Cracker Barrel, again, this is like third hand, third hand. You don't know what you're talking so about. So y'all look that up. They, they, cracker, hipster, the people. Gonna, they're gonna Google hipster Cracker Barrel? Yeah, because the people who make Cracker Barrel ha, are making a new restaurant and it's like supposed to be the hipster Cracker Barrel. It's called Holler and Dash. Holler and Dash. Holler, and where is, is that it? one word? Holler and Dash? Yeah. And is it multiple locations or are they like doing a test? Is it like Holler, Dash, Holler, apostrophe, holler and dash. the letter N, new, space, Dash? Ampersand. Oh, ampersand. That's the hipsters like that. Holler and dash. And where is it? She's trying to figure it out. Okay, but see, Alabama. Alabama. in Alabama. Alabama. Is it Birmingham? Birmingham, probably. Homewood. Uh, I don't know that. Homewood, Alabama. Birmingham's got some hipsters in uh, down okay, there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's some greased mustaches in Birmingham, certainly. So where were we? Um, sharing a bathroom with teenage boys. Yeah. Not something that I would choose to do. Uh, but you're being you're being hosted, man. I mean, you can't. No, no, I'm not complaining, am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I probably I, am. I shared, I mean, this was the first year. I love my nephews. I think I set this up that like, um, we got to we got to stay in, in my nephew, who's two years old. Did he pee all over the seat Two too? and a half, he, uh, he does that in a diaper. Oh, that's better. But uh, I should have given diapers to these guys. But our entire family shared his bathroom, which has one sink and then um, like a Paddington the Bear um, shower curtain. Do you pee on that? Paddington Bear. I don't know if there's a the. That might be Yogi the Bear. <laughs> yeah, I think no, it's, it's Smokey Pad- the Bear, Yogi Bear, and Paddington, Paddington. 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 Bear. Paddington. Paddington. Yeah, no he, he just or ha- bear. Paddington who happens to be a bear. So the thing that. Since we're since we're talking about using toilets, but yeah, we went there just roll with it. and just to the right of the toilet is like a basket with all of the stuff that you bathe a two year old with. Right, yeah, things that float. And I've been you gotta, in, you gotta constantly distract them now, from what's actually happening. I, I have immaculate aim when it comes to doing number one, Yeah, but even I know, and I'm not above admitting this, that I along with everyone else does an imperceptible spray, even when you have immaculate aim. Mike Rowe talked about this. It's everywhere on some special at one point. The, and the amount of the amount of kickback that goes throughout the room, right? 
When you want to flush. You want to flush with this. With you want to put the lid down and then yeah. flush. Just flushing alone, and yeah. then it's still not doing a lot of good. Right. So you just I need to just get out of the bathroom. So I did flush I, and run. What I didn't tell Holler and dash. What I didn't tell them, and and you know, Lincoln and Lando are both peeing into this toilet, mm-hmm. and Nehemiah, my two-year-old nephew's uh, bath toys, are right there beside the toilet. Well, getting and, showered. And yeah, and I I get I moved them. Yeah, good. But then I found every day they'd be moved back. So I think what they would do is, my sister-in-law would go in there and she'd put everything back or something. Do you boys do a good job no. with, with, the, with the peeing? No. The toilet seat in their bathroom at my home right now, I went in there to lift the seat and it came off in my hand. They've <laughs> peed the seat literally off of the I toilet. Don't, I don't think that's related. I don't I know how a, they did it. That's a structural issue. But, so every time that I go, if I'm like doing stuff in there, neck of the woods and I gotta use the bathroom, I'll go in there and I always lift the seat and I'll have to like prop it up, either against the back or against the wall. Yeah. I don't know what they've been doing. Yeah, I've only peed in my in my kid's bathroom once in two years. And I need to talk to I Christy. Did, I did it one time and was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> I, will ne- I, will, I will go out the window before I come in here again. Our first stop was, um, of course we get off the plane and I'll, I'll let you get back to your in-laws too. I'm just gonna pepper this in there for chronology. Of course, I get off the plane and um, I don't remember seeing you. I think you were gone. Yeah, I left you. <laughs> on, the, on the North Carolina side of things, I do not remember. Oh no, we walked out to no, the rental to the yeah. rental uh, area to, to yeah. like take the shuttle to our cars. And um, we were at two different rental cars, so you get in a shuttle bus and take off. Did you ever get Did I you ever get your rental car? Well. Because you used some company that I, was I used suspect, a jank, suspect. jank company, and it turns out they were like uh, a subsidiary of the place you went on the first shuttle. And then twenty minutes later, when no shuttle showed up, I realized I was supposed to get on your shuttle. Oh, to use Payless? I used because um, it was called. I used the Avis, and then yes, and yes. Then Avis, Payless bought Avis bought Payless. Yes, but they don't treat you as well. And as I pulled up in the shuttle, they know you want to pay less. After yeah, they didn't treat me good. When I pulled up, I saw you leaving. And I was like, are yep. you kidding me? Yeah. I could have been on this shuttle Avis, 30 minutes Avis ago. Avis preferred, man. I just rolled up and got right in my car. Got in the van, and then my wife and I have a superpower. And it's put me in a vehicle or in any enclosed environment where there's been cigarettes smoked at any point, half a cigarette, quarter of a cigarette, and we will know it. And w- I so, don't think that's a superpower. It is, and we got in there, and my kids are like, you know, bouncing off the walls, ready to get to uh, where we were going. And Chris is like, mm. And I'm like, I get in after, I'm like, yep. And we get back out and we like take another 20 minutes to get another car because we both instant get instant headaches when you, and it's like it had cloth seats. Oh. And it was all in there. You really went for the cheapo. Man, we are really complaining on this ear biscuit. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> like, nothing has been positive. Like, uh, <laughs> But th- this kind of redeems it for us, so just bear with us. Uh, there's no redemptive element to the story I'm telling. Just tell it, complaining about it redeems it for us. You have right. no benefit in listening right. to this yeah. uh, unless it entertains you for some reason. Um, what was I saying? Oh, okay, so the we get in the car, finally we get in a different car, yeah. and our first tradition is we go to cookout and we I get that burger. And that peanut butter milkshake, the best milkshake you go on the straight, planet. You go straight to cookout from the airport. Yes, because so, we have to drive all the way to Kinston, North Carolina. Right, you don't have a, to Christie's you have to go parents' to house. Right, and so I can't do that 
not that I not that necessarily would just go to a fast food restaurant, but we we meet a family at home. Yeah, and uh, th- this time it was we went straight to my brother's house, and they had Bojangles for us. Cause it's your mom's birthday, right? Uh, yeah, on the twenty second, it was my mom's birthday. Right. Uh, so I, ha- I have to tell you this: we didn't. You do- were there celebrating it. Yeah, we didn't do anything because we got there kind of late, so it wasn't like a super special occasion. You know, also she's like 71 now, it's not as big as 70. Who's counting? Maybe a 72, I'm not even counting, see I don't even know. Is she counting? I, I think she quit counting. Okay, well then it's fine. Yeah. Got that peanut butter shake, got back on the road. I did notice once I got to my in-laws that we're all, we're all sharing, and Christy's sister and her husband and the, uh, my nephew, they're all there too. And we're all sharing a bathroom with one toilet and one sink in that place for two nights. And that's like a circus. And I noticed that I took my toiletries. I'm getting back to the toilet now. I took my yeah, toiletries and when there. I was done using them, I would I would put them in the closet and hide them. So like no one has a chance of using my toiletries. No one has a chance of micturating uh, and then it's gonna settle on my toiletries. You hid them? I. Yeah, just I mean, out of respect too. There's so many toiletries flying around. Well, no, I I, I definitely you don't want to leave. You know, want someone have oh, to push mine out of the way to oh, brush your teeth. Oh, without a doubt, I completely contained sealed my toiletries, right. and I would bring them with me. I would use them, and I would reseal them. But I didn't hide them. I noticed that Christy. I noticed that her toiletry bag, in an effort to be respectful to everyone else's space, she would take her toiletry bag and she would put it in the corner of the bathroom which happened to be just to the side and behind the toilet. What? Did you talk with her about that? And this? I moved it. Yeah. And again, I went in there the next day and it was moved back. And I forgot to tell her. Maybe she's listening. <laughs> Christy, don't do that. Yeah. And I also tell her sister Brittany, Brittany, don't put Nehemiah's bath toys around the toilet when we're in town. Because stuff's getting sprayed. Yeah. Did she? And where did she put them? She kept putting it back there. I didn't tell her. Yeah. I kept forgetting to tell her. It's you know, it's not my place to just go off on a rant. That's this place. Right, you do that on a podcast. Right. <laughs> okay, well we're gonna keep talking about our trips back to North Carolina. Hopefully, what, what, we're gonna move on from no the No more toilets. Can we go out off the toilet? No more toilets, uh, but first. But we're gonna turn around and look at what we've done. Let's, let's look at what we've done on the toilets and say, okay, everything's cleaned up, we're not going back to it. Is this a metaphor? Yeah, I'm putting into practice what I said I want people to do here at the office. Okay. Look back at it, yeah. like that rap song. That's the moral of the story. We wanna take a minute to let you know that Ear Biscuits is supported by Mattress Firm, America's neighborhood mattress store. Now you might be one of those people who listens to Ear Biscuits in order to fall asleep. First of all, not offended by that as long as you listen to the rest of it when you wake up. The next morning. But have you ever thought maybe you're struggling to get some shut eye? because you don't have a good enough mattress. Mm. Mm. Well, we wanna encourage you to visit mattressfirm.com slash podcast. Mattress Firm lets your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. And they're more than mattress experts. Uh, They have the whole package that helps you transform your mattress into a bed from adjustable bases and sheets to headboards and bedroom decor. Go to mattressfirm.com slash podcast to see what deals are happening right now. Again, that's mattressfirm.com slash podcast to learn how your sleeping could be monumentally improved. Night, night. But don't fall asleep yet. Back to the biscuit. Now, you talked about 
your trip to cookout. And I thought about cookout, and as I was saying earlier, I had a little free time. And I'll tell you how the free time came about. So um, we stay in the same place the entire trip because all of my family is, you know. Doesn't love you. They're within a 10 to 15 oh, mile radius right. of this central location in Fuquay Verena, North Carolina. So I don't have to travel all over North Carolina. We want like a home base essentially. But uh, my kids, but basically what ended up happening this time is my boys ended up going to my brother's house. So they got cousins galore, right? We got, we, and they got cousins that are boys. They're, they're contemporaries. Too, yeah, and they just cool. love playing with them. And then, well, Shepard loves playing with his, his, his my, my niece, Adeline. They're about the same age and they're totally into the same stuff and they just wanna play all the time. Adeline is like, I wants to be outside constantly. And Shepard absolutely loves that. So That's that, great. So they're like two peas in a pod. They're spending all this time together, and then my sister-in-law, she'll like text me and be like, hey, if the boys wanna stay here again tonight, they can, and I'm like, yes, they do. <laughs> don't even and, ask, and, you don't even ask them, because they love and, it. And they do, and they, and they wanted to stay. And then Jesse was like, well, I've got these friends that I need to see. So I started seeing my family begin to disperse. And what I about your like, friends? I wasn't gonna say anything. I was what? like, well, I'm not gonna make any plans, because eventually you'll all be gone. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just be left alone. Oh wow! And I don't even think they realized that they left me. And, and also, my uh, my sister in law and brother in law and their kids, they had to go to some event in Western North Carolina. So I just found myself alone in a home. I was like, it's like Home Alone Five. This hasn't happened in years. I'm alone in a home. There's two dogs. That's fine. They don't talk much. No. And so. I was like, well, what, what am I gonna do with this? I had two, basically two days of this. What? Yeah, so therapeutic. I hate you. Well, the first thing I did is I uh, I played through a game on oh. my new iPad. <laughs> I don't know why I put quotes around iPad. <laughs> is I, it a generic iPad? I <laughs> know, it's a real iPad. I'm getting like tears of jealousy in my, my eye. Look, my birth eye is welling up with it, like my, a tear of my jealousy. My wife got me for Christmas an iPad, an iPad Pro, because I, I've been talking about how I kinda wanna make a transition to using an iPad more than just using a, a laptop. One of the reasons being the Apple Pencil and doing stuff and interacting on, with the pencil. I didn't even know Apple had a pencil. I haven't shown you this. You can freaking write on an iPad like you're writing in a piece of paper and it looks exactly like your handwriting. It's phenomenal and fascinating. Cause I like to- Fast forward six months, I got a pencil and then Rhett does not use his. Oh no, no, my... I'm gonna use it. Okay. I've been using it. Now, cause I do a lot of- Is uh, it called pencil? It's called the Apple Pencil. How'd you miss this? I don't, I don't like to be distracted by stuff. Okay, so. You can, um, it's been out for a while. This is not a new thing. This is like two old farts talking about something from like three years ago. <laughs> okay, well then keep going, point. just keep going. But uh, it basically, what I wanted to do is, I don't know why I'm defending the purchase of an iPad. It's a perfectly normal thing. It? Yes, you have to sharpen it. Maybe that's why I quit working. <laughs> um, I mean, that would be pretty cool if you had to sharpen it. But Talk about hipster Cracker Barrel. It's been, it's been scientifically proven Hipster that pencil. writing things down as opposed to typing things causes you to, mem to remember them better. 
And so if you take notes just with your typey types, it, it doesn't lodge in your brain in the same way that it does if you, there's a physical connection in the way that handwriting brings about a physical connection with, with information. So I like to take notes and like write thoughts and stuff, but I've got these That's books. That's why I use Canvas, not MS Paint. And I've got a lot of like, little like moleskin books and yeah. stuff, and I'm kinda in this and that, but you know, I can't access them by the date and stuff unless I flip through them. Sure. But so the cool thing about this is I can like journal. What a what a drudgery that is. I can like journal or take notes, but then I can also be like, I don't feel like writing my arm, my hand's tired, I'm gonna type, and it puts it all into the right place. In the cloud too, so if California burns away. Exactly. Or mudslides into the ocean. Right. Then you've still got your, your, your necessities. But then I was like, you know something I don't do? I don't play any games because we fill all our time with working or yeah. with you know hanging out with family. And so I was like, I'm going to play a game on the iPad. So you were like, okay, pencil, recommend a game. No, that's not how it works. It doesn't talk to no, you. No, it's only $200. It's not like a $2,000 pencil that listens to you. Um, so well, I- That's what I'm getting. So I said, um, I'm gonna go, on, and, I, and I got that, this game, uh, called, it's an old game, it's like a 2012 game called Limbo that is this like award-winning, beautiful side-scroller puzzle 2012? game. Yeah, but it's this amazing, you guys ever heard of this game? It's this great, it's an incredible game. That's like, you're this little boy character, but it's all black and white and it's like dark and you get killed in all these different ways. Like, I died like a thousand times in this game, but you you don't really know when you've like gotten to a new spot in the game because mm -hmm. it's just this world that just continues and it's relatively short so you can play through it in a couple of days. A couple, so the so you were alone and you downloaded this game. This was the choice. Mm -hmm. This is what you were gonna do with your day. Yeah, I was like, I've never done that. I hear there are people who just sit down and play video games for like hours. What is it like to be that kind of person? I'm gonna find out. What did, like if it were me, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my drink and it's gonna be special and I'm gonna sit in my special chair and I'm gonna wear my special PJs. Is this, are you, this is how you talk to yourself? In my mind, yeah. I would get everything right. Like, did you? To play a freaking game? If, I mean, if, if, if I was gonna be that alone for the first time in years to do something that only normal people do and not, it, I mean, in the way you're thinking about it, like playing a game for fun? Special PJs? No, I just sat down on a couch and played it. All day. Uh, Do you I, drink a special drink? I drank several drinks, but they weren't special. <laughs> they were just for sustenance, so I could keep playing that game. Okay. Uh, but I beat the game. I only consulted the internet twice. How long did it take? Uh, I don't know. I mean, did you do it in that I one did, day? I didn't finish in those two days. I finished over the break, eventually. I, I After I started it, I kept going back to it. I don't know, 10 hours? It's probably a lot, probably total, I don't know. But I kind of concluded that, I don't know if I wanna do that again. <laughs> I think the moral of the story is, yeah. I got through beating the game and I was like, and, I, and this is, I'm gonna be very vulnerable here. I almost cried. Yeah, what? the game was so beautiful. And you kept you kept being murdered on a like a moment by moment basis, yeah, and then it was the a end, beautiful thing. And what at the end, the way that it's just a beautiful game, and then the way that the game ends, and you go and you solve the last puzzle, and it goes into slow mo, and then you get up, and there's this spoiler alert. It's from 2012. Who cares? There's a girl, and she like looks up, and and it's I don't, and I was just like, is it animation? Yeah. It's I mean, like this part is not like. No, it's, it looks like it's just more of the game. Okay. But it's the game's so beautiful. 
that I found myself like almost crying. And then I was like, I don't know if I wanna do that again. I mean, it was pretty satisfying, but I kinda feel like I wasted time. I probably should have been coming up with things. Um, I think but, it's important to not come up with things. That but, I mean, we talked about that. Yeah, I was try that was one of the things, because we had worked so hard in 2017 right. that I was like, I just don't wanna do the thing that I always do, yeah. which is just work. And I've been doing this, the, you know, the Enneagram stuff, the personality uh, test stuff, uh -huh. and like, uh, which I want to talk about on a po on the podcast at some point, like, but I don't I don't want to give it short shrift, whatever shrift is. Yeah, right now I it's just, like Bitcoin, I think. But basically, no one's going to believe in it. But then it's going to be pretty amazing. There's like a personality uh, testing that we've gotten into Enneagram that's really awesome. We'll talk about it later. But one of the things, and by we he means him and his 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 game avatar. Yeah, self and. One of the things that's true about my personality type, and this is also true about your personality type, even though it's different, is this feeling of um, if you're not working, you're like worthless. Yeah. You know, so like long periods of inactivity or just vacationing or just hanging out, you feel like you have to give yourself homework. So it's very yeah. difficult to just stop and play a game. It's yeah. very difficult for me to do. Uh, but 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 for, cre for creative, uh, People, you got to fill the tank, know. man. You got to fill the tank with with something that is aimless. But what, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to hear from you in a second. I just want to get to this point because the whole point of the story was to tell you about how I'm, while I was I'm alone, already very jealous. But I, I went to please keep. Going. I went to cookout. Oh, and because the you oh you did get a special drink. Yeah, no, I didn't get a. Milkshake. You got a special burger. I didn't get a milkshake. You get my back. <sighs> I gotta say, man, it's good, but it's just not what you built it up too much. I mean. I went there, I got the burger. Did you get cheddar style, but did you replace the cheddar with sliced cheese? Okay, it, a burger doesn't have to have all these very specific choices in order to be a good burger. I got the Carolina style burger with cheese added. Never had that. Okay, but it's a. I mean, it's all the things that I like. It's, it's a good burger. People have told me, well you gotta go back and get the chicken sandwich. It's well, really good too, and I'm well, like, well I, I can't, I, I'm here such little, uh, precious little time that I went back and got, on New Year's Eve, it was freezing, you remember that? I do remember that. And uh, I was here actually, I don't remember I that. Turning my brother-in-law. I'd yeah, come back already. I was still there. It was like 72 here. <laughs> it was freezing. And um, <clears throat> we were watching Steve Harvey and I turned to my brother-in-law and I said, I think we had, we had planned this out earlier, but, but I set it in action at that moment. It's like, we can't forget to go get that milkshake we were talking about to ring in the new year. And we got in, oh shoot, I just remembered something that I vowed I would not forget to tell you. Uh -oh. And I just remembered it. Well, just to finish that thought, we got in the car to go to cookout, but it was no mere car, it was a truck. A truck. Uh, Did you, were you in the JB, in the my brother-in-law's friend, who um, came over with his wife to hang out while we just watch the ball drop and ring in the new year at their home um, so the kids could go to sleep at their leisure. Drives up in his truck and JB had told me earlier that day or the day before. New Year's Eve you're just traveling around going to cookout? Like yeah. as the ball's dropping? No, 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 like at um, like 9.45 or something. Still pretty late. Yeah, yeah, I was like. And it was open? Cause I was, yeah, it was open. I got a peanut butter milkshake, but the way we got there was in the truck that this friend of my brother-in-law, it's his truck. 
Oh, Am I being clear about this? Uh, it's very strange. <laughs> you I, seem like you're about to say something significant about the truck, but you just keep saying that it's a truck. Well, just let me get to it. Is there something special about the truck? It's a big Ford truck. You know how you can get away with driving those huge trucks in North Carolina, but you can't do that out here in Los Angeles. And you can't fit them anywhere out here. You can't park it anywhere. You can't drive it in anything. You yeah. can drive it through stuff, but people would be offended, mm -hmm. and you'd, it'd be insurance problems. Yeah. JB said, this guy's truck's got everything. It's got massage chairs. What? Massage chairs. In his truck? His truck. That seems illegal. Not one. Driving driving while massaged? But two <laughs> massage chairs. Driving and, under the influence of massage. And JB, JB, JB told me that, and the moment he did, I was like, I must ride in this truck. To get a milkshake. <laughs> yeah. So he cut, and so when I found out that he was coming over, I was like, yes! And the moment this dude walked in, I just like, you know how I get sometimes. I just clamped onto him. Yeah, I'm glad I wasn't there. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, good to meet you. Tell me about this truck. Did he seem relaxed? I don't believe he seemed super relaxed. Did he seem, I mean, I would think somebody that's got massage chairs in their car oh, and just looks like a monk. He was the coolest guy I've ever met. Walks in like a slinky. You know, <laughs> just barely, just was, slides in the door like a bowl of jello. He he was not that. Limber? He, he was not that, uh, what's the word, jiggly. He wasn't jello-y. Yeah, well, he probably used it he once was, or twice he was, he and was, then he, he takes, he's taking it for granted now. He's not, he, when was the last time he massaged himself? In his truck. Well, I asked him, did he massage himself on the way over there? He said no. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you're not, see, you you were like, I wouldn't wanna be there, but you do the exact same thing. You're doing it to me now. Yeah, but I do it more subtly. No, you're not. You're doing it to me right now. <laughs> no, no, I, I did mean, the same in, thing in, to him. In person, I, I slide like, the question. I was like, in. hey man, good to meet you. Tell me about your truck. <laughs> because I heard something about it that cannot be true. It's got massage chairs, and he's like, yep, two of them. So he was proud of it. And it's, it, I mean, to be clear, the driver's seat and the passenger seat, there's there's also two more seats behind it because it's one of those four-door big trucks. You can, he, he's got the big screen in the middle. And of course, I was already planning on getting a cookout shake on New Year's Eve and then I'm like, oh, the deal is sealed now. We are not gonna forget about this. We get in that car and like, first of all, we walk out the front door, truck's already running. I'm like, I'm like, man, we've been in your house for, Two hours, you let your truck running? No, and he it's like, starts no, it I, remotely. He's like, man, I hit a button. I'm like, okay, I, I knew that could have happened. Yeah. But I still don't believe your massage chair. And I get in there and he's like, boop, 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 and he turns on the massage. We hit the road, Jack. Are we just talking vibrate? No. Are we talking like kneading? I'm talking like kneading, like kneading with a K. With a K. Yeah. yeah, kneading with a K, <laughs> shiatsu. Oh no, shiatsu, you're like, shiatsu and me. Like, cause, cause, the, cause I was like, if we're talking vibration, like I've tried to read a book while being in a, a vibrating massage chair before and you cannot do it. You can't focus. You can't read signs. If you're driving with a vibrating chair, this doesn't seem safe. But kneading is fine. And he's like, and, and he was like, just wait. And so then he like, he turns it on and it's, and there's three levels, and he put it on level three for me. He went straight to three. Yeah, he didn't want to uh, hold back. He didn't break you. Short, you. short drive to to Fuquay. Yeah, and um, it felt good. Hmm? I mean, it's not like a person. 
giving you a massage. Well, of course not. But for a, for a chair in a truck that's going to get a milkshake, pretty great. <laughs> Is it the best massage you've ever had in a truck going to get a milkshake? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And it was the biggest moment of my life that I can't believe I forgot to tell you about. Are you gonna get these installed in your car? What, uh, or is it the kind of thing you only enjoy there? Because what I do when I experience something you I really can't like do that. is I find a way to get it in my own life. You can't, I mean, I would have to get one of those big freaking trucks. Uh, they, they don't, I don't think they put those in, in like a, just a normal vehicle. You could probably talk to somebody, people. somebody in an alley. It, it's funny because <laughs> when JB first told me, oh yeah, uh, we just came back from the ball game with so-and-so and he, uh, he's got massage chairs in his truck. And I'm like, what? And I'm going through all that and he's like, hold on, I can't remember what I was gonna say. I'm so excited about this freaking massage chair that I lost my train of thought. Yeah, it happens. Give me a second. I'll give you a few seconds. I mean, it literally just sent my brain into just like, I'm done. Like that's how great this massage you chair was. You don't wanna talk about anything else. He said, it. yeah, it's so it's great when you when you just, when you need to relax or if you spent the day at the fair. That's what JB said that he said to him. And then when he comes over to the house, I'm like, so you got massage chairs in your truck? And I'm like grilling about it. He's like, yeah, it's great for when you need, you know, you just need a little massage when you spent the day at the fair. This guy, like, how much, <laughs> I mean, the state fair is only around for a few days. <laughs> and he doesn't work Like a there. week. He just goes to it. I don't know, that was his thing. It's like, if you spent all day at the fair, you wanna drive home and get a, yeah, a, a the massage. fair can be tough, man. <laughs> Not, not to mention like a full day of work. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then at cookout he ordered uh, a pineapple banana milkshake and I gave him a really hard time about that. Yeah, you should have. He, he, I mean, I, I wouldn't have let him sip it. I, I grilled him so hard about his massage chair and then about that milkshake that I'm sure he hates me. <laughs> I know this guy hates me. He's like, your brother-in-law is the weirdest human. <laughs> Uh, pineapple I'm banana, sorry. he deserves every bit of it for that milkshake choice. Now, what I will say, I couldn't get a milkshake because I try to stay away from the milk products, um, but I did get chicken nuggets and uh, corn dogs as sides because yes, that is something you can do at this restaurant, <laughs> believe it or not. And I gotta say I was underwhelmed with both the nuggets and the corn, the, the corn dog. Um, Where'd you eat it? Alone in my car in the parking lot. <laughs> did they? <laughs> not being massaged. That's not sad at all. I mean, I was like, I want a fresh, I want this stuff fresh, man. I didn't want to take your, it back to the house. Was your iPad there? <clears throat> oh yeah, you better believe it. I was stopping every once in a while to play a little of that game. I'd die and then I'd take a bite of a corn dog. <laughs> it wasn't bad, but it was not as good as um, Steak and Shake and it was not as good as Five Guys. Um, I, I, I'm not gonna say it's better than Steak and Shake, but and Five Guys is much better than I thought it was, but I, I, I don't wanna say any more about it than that. Okay, well maybe I just need to get another one next time. I also had another meal while I was alone in a parking lot. I went, I typically go to Smithfield's Barbecue, Chicken and Barbecue. You know, yeah. They call it SCNB now, it looks like a bank sign. Have you seen yeah. that? They changed stupid. that, that was dumb. So stupid. Yeah, Smithfield's if you're listening. The SCNB, and the Golden Corral not a good it, move. Closed, how on earth does a Golden Corral and Fuquay Varina close? I don't know. Like, what? what is the world coming they to? They didn't have enough entrances. When an all-you-can-eat buffet in Fuquay Varina goes out of business. There's only one explanation, they ran out of food. That's it, there's no, there's no other logical explanation. There is not, well, no, the other one is they opened a bigger one it's, a few blocks away and some, I didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, there's another one somewhere. There's gotta be another one. Yeah, definitely, that's what happened. 
Um, but I gotta say that the better sandwich, in my opinion, was the was the barbecue sandwich with slaw. The bun is so soft, and I got a half pint of Brunswick stew on the side. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And where'd you eat that? In the parking lot <laughs> of Smithfield's. Barbecue. Alone again? Yeah, which is very close to the cookout parking lot. I spent a lot of time alone. I didn't mind. Yeah, I enjoyed oh yeah. it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, we dedicated a whole chapter of the book to it. Yeah. Um, but I did have some family time, and one of the one of the, and I actually sent you a picture of this. Um, Hold on, no, no, no. I, is this the Gaga? Yeah, you Instagram this? No, I didn't. Oh, I sent it to our t- to our group text. That that that's where you saw it. Oh, I did that's not put what it, it on Instagram. Okay, yeah. I thought about putting it on Instagram, but then I thought, yeah, that you do something like that, and people just start complaining. You know, well, should you should you not talk about it here? No, I'll talk about it here. I don't, oh yeah, because I because you know it's this fine. is this is inner circle stuff. Um, my grandmother-in-law Gaga, great who, picture by who, the way, who, whom you've read about in the Book of Mythicality because you've read the Book of Mythicality and you know the important role that she played in my relationship with my wife in the early stages when she was seventy-five years old. Now she's ninety-two or three. Wow! And um, she was this health nut forever. You know, you you know, like she was the one that had like all the crazy like supplements and sure, she yeah. ate and she did like the Hallelujah Acres diet thing. You know, where she debunked that milk was good for you. Oh, she yeah. She I t- remember you came, you brought that to me. And she shattered told, my oh, world yeah, she, for a she couple of days. Told me about how bad milk was, and then and then way she talks about traditional medicine is I think she calls it uh, cut burn and poke or something like that. Like she just doesn't, Surgeons. she doesn't like traditional medicine and she walked all the time and she was completely self-sufficient even after her husband died. But she had smoked. Well, not, not that you need a husband to be self-sufficient. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> a lot of times when you're old and you yeah, become, yeah. you know, your spouse dies, things go downhill. Right. But that didn't happen with her. So she was a smoker. Can you turn the heat back on by the oh, way? Oh gosh, I'm come getting, on, I'm are you getting, kidding? I'm getting cold. We'll just do some Junkin' Jacks. Junkin' Jacks. You want me to literally get up in the middle of the podcast and do Jumpin' Jacks? You think that would be more distracting than what I just did before you made me drag it out into this? I know I that this is now less, more distracting, less distracting. Than, doing, than this. So she used to smoke, which is very excusable as someone who is her age in North Carolina. Her husband worked in tobacco, so she naturally smoked a little bit as a, as a young lady. Yeah, and then we found out that she occasionally smoked all throughout this whole health nut craze. Really? But just like very occasionally, she'd sneak a cig. Sneakratively. Uh, but something has just clicked in the past two years where I think she hit 90 and she's just like, who cares now? If I wanna smoke, I'm gonna smoke. And she's smoking a lot. And she she came over to the, uh, uh, to the house and she's hanging out and then she's like, I gotta smoke a cigarette. And we're like, okay, Gaga, well you can't do it inside. Uh, so we put her on the sun porch, the un the unheated sun porch. Ha! We didn't put her there; okay. she went there. And so she's got the in the picture. You know, she's yeah, got the blanket. Well, th- this is my perspective. When I saw the picture, there was a caption, but first I read the picture, and it was like, <laughs> it's so funny. It was cute, very old Gaga, totally bundled up, like layers upon layers upon layers, and she's got two. Uh, hands in the air with two fingers up in each one, looking into the camera, smiling blissfully, and in each, perched between each of her two fingers on both hands is a cigarette. Yeah, she's double fisting. She's double fisting cigarettes, smiling into the camera, 
And then I'm like, there's like a weird sheen on the front of the photo. A reflection, if you will. And I did, and I. And I explained it in the text yeah. thread. I said, notice the reflection. That's because I took this from inside the house. She's on the porch. You pushed her. You pushed her out no, into she, the frigid cold. She knew she couldn't smoke in the house. Although we did with hear, two cigarettes. We did hear. A, I'll tell you how she got two cigarettes. But we heard a story. <laughs> she, uh, she trying to kill her right there. She went over to uh, somebody's house. Uh, my mother-in-law told me this story. Her daughter. Uh, they went over to a friend's house, and then Gaga was like, "I, I want to smoke a cigarette." And my mother-in-law was like, "Well, Gaga, you." Mom, you can't, you can't smoke in somebody's house. And she was like, "What kind of person doesn't let you smoke inside their house?" Like, I mean, like <laughs> she's just, you know, that's, that's just the, that's who she's become, man. She's totally embracing it. So, the reason she had two cigarettes is because she goes out there by herself, and my brother-in-law, who does not smoke, I mean, he's probably had a cigarette before, but he does not smoke. Was like, I feel like I should just go out there and smoke one with her out of solidarity. You know, she's out, you got a 92 year old woman out there in the cold sun porch smoking a cigarette. I'm gonna go out there. And so he lights one up and he takes a couple of puffs. He's like, I just can't do it. I can't finish this. So he gives, and she's like, Well, don't put it out. Give it to me. <laughs> and so that's why she had two cigarettes. <laughs> and that's why there was a scene because you were in the warmth. Yeah. Taking a photo of her. Yeah. And then like sending it to Like she was a zoo animal. No, she, she knows she that loves it's it. funny. She, you know, she absolutely knows that it's funny. That's half the reason that she does it. But also, she's like, I don't really care if I keep living. I just want to have a good time. I made it to ninety. It's a, I mean, one of them. On a Saturday note, this is one of the reasons we make sure to go back home. Is you want to see everybody, but you definitely want to see the older relatives. And you know, I've been blessed with um, a lot of my grandparents still living. Three of them. Yeah, three out of four of my grandparents are still alive. Nana and Papa, my dad's parents, and Nanny, my mom's mom. Now her husband Clyde died when I was a junior in college. So 1998. Um, but you know, they're, they're getting up there. Nanny had a stroke. She wasn't, she went, really went through it earlier this year and it was difficult to not be there. So it's like, you, you wanna go home because, well you don't wanna, you know, you say it. You say it to Christy and I talk about it. It's like, well, this may be the this may be the last Christmas. You know, I mean, Nana and Papa are doing better, much much better than Nanny is. But you know, that's it's kind of like the tough aspect. It's like, okay, you're gonna, you know, you and Jesse are gonna see Gaga, and like, how many more times are you gonna get to see her? Like, we go to Nanny's, and the tradition is we go there on Christmas Eve, and you know, she's not she's not able to really leave the house. Um, and you know, at the point where we're gonna exchange presents, it's like this year it was, at that moment she just burst into tears and it was so sad because, and then she said, and she doesn't talk a lot after the stroke, like because she has a hard time putting words together. Mm -hmm. And it was this like sad speech where she just like, it just came out and she was like, I just couldn't get you any gifts this year. And it was like the saddest moment. And we, you know, it's of course we don't care about the gifts and, um, but as sad as that was, you know, being able to respond to it and talk to her about it and be there and to have a, have quality time with her uh, and, and just reassure everybody that of course that's not what this is about. 
it's not about presence, um, was it, you know, it, it turned a really sad moment into something which, uh, you know, I think was uh, very meaningful to us. But I mean, it's, that at this point in our lives, that's a, that's a big part of the holidays is, okay, who's, who's still here that's not gonna be here that much longer? And, right. um, you know, you start, you know, you, so you start to think about mortality and you start to think about, you, you know, what can happen to any of us? You know, when, it, when it, the holidays of that time of year when you think about last year things were like this or year before things were like that or. But it's also the time when you contribute to your mortality by going and eating barbecue <laughs> and fried chicken <laughs> and biscuits. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, if I had to eat, if I had to eat the way that, now I'm not, not everybody in North Carolina eats like this, of course, but more people in North Carolina eat this eat that way than they do here, and um, you know, uh, shout out to Rhett's uh, Instagram account, Red MC. Um, <laughs> it's one thing to promote your Instagram; it's another thing to do it in that way. In the third person, yeah, so, you don't you don't like that? It's so distasteful. Uh, those of you who follow me on Instagram know that I did a story. Uh, I haven't done a lot since, but I did a story on New Year's Day, maybe the day after, no, New Year's Eve, I don't know when it was. But uh, I was looking for a, for a healthy meal and I found one at this place that was this weird um, smoothie place that had like three step process where you had to get a shot of aloe and then you had to do a tea and then they gave you the smoothie and I was like, do I have to go through these three steps? And it just hit me that it, maybe this was not the simplest approach to setting up a shop like this in Fuquay, but whatever, I did it, yeah. it was great. It was great? Uh, yeah, the smoothie was good. Um, but yeah, it's just the way that we ate was so hard on the body. My GI has not recovered. Um, but I almost th sharted a few minutes ago. Oh, really? And I was telling you, it, it was. I, I hold on. You yeah, know what? Thanks. For I'm not going that. back to that. I'm just saying. Yeah, you just don't. You just, I think it's because my everything's not. Just, everything's not in alignment. Just leave it at I almost sharted. Yeah, we'll leave it there. But let's talk about when we when we actually did meet, um, because we had not planned we on seeing each we other. We crossed paths. Yeah, we have no intention of seeing each other. We see each other quite enough. In fact, we went uh, and did a little skiing together as families after you got back. Right. Um, but but going from house to house for me and Christy, it's like um, you, you go north of Fuquay for anything, and then when you're coming back, it's like, well, I know there's a target here, and it's like. Oh, we never know when we're gonna get back to this target. I gotta buy a blanket because make the bed warmer, or I gotta get another pillow. Anything to make yourself more comfortable. I'm gonna buy my own groceries. But she was at Ulta, uh, which is next to the target. Yeah, we, but we that's were makeup. Going, yeah, we were going to the target, but then she was like, "Ooh, there's an Ulta." Well, and my wife was going into the Ulta as well, and that's when we saw Christy, and I was like, "There's Christy," and then I saw you and the kids, and so in the car, and that was when I was doing my annual. Um, trip where I take everybody, I take the whole family, you know, the my brother and his family, Jesse's sister and her family and my parents, I take them all to see Star Wars. That's the tradition so far. Okay. And uh, we we went to, I always wait to the last minute to buy tickets and it's like, I'm buying like 15 tickets. It's like, buying happen. that many tickets together, it's kind of a difficult thing to get. You need to get to do reserve seating so you can all be together. Yeah. And this is like, you know, Star Wars is still peaking at that time. So the only place that we could find enough seats together, and we couldn't even find 15 seats together, it was seven and eight. We had to separate into two different pods. Mm -hmm. On the back row, which is better than the front row, was at that place in Holly Springs, 
next to where we met each other the that di- served di- the food. The dining theater? Yeah, that was the only place that we could see it. Mm. Um, which is not ideal for a number of reasons. First of all, that place, I had a horrible experience there last year and it's, I don't. I feel like this whole podcast is just for people in Fuqua. Like why don't we just rename Ear Biscuits like, crap we wanna complain about related to Fuqua. Well this is Holly Springs, so okay. a little different. All right. Um, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of the dine and movie situation unless it's a movie that I don't really care about that much. But like Star Wars is, although I'm not as big of a fan of it as you are, it's you know it's it's more of an it's a big movie experience and yeah, you got the complication of people ordering food and waiter. There's waiters that come to the freaking seats, and of course they've got to pass in front of you. Now you're on the back row, and the way that they've got the the seating, tiered. they've got the seating tiered so. You it's like really the Beverly Hilton. But here's the problem. We get in there and um, they've got this glass. What they did, my theory, is they built the theater and then somebody came in and said, these walls are not high enough. And so they had to build the walls higher for safety reasons. And now there's like a foot of glass. You're watching the movie through glass? And if you're if you're six foot seven, you're not, but if you're four foot six, like Shepard or whatever he is, and sitting next to me, he's looking he's, his through. His name is Shepard. He's looking through the glass. to And so like the third, the bottom, oh, I put my head down where his was, and the th- bottom third of the screen is covered in glass, and well, the glass is dirty. Now you know how Gaga felt putting her out there in the sun. Well, she wasn't watching Star Wars. She was watching she was you guys she, being warm. She's the happiest person on the planet, double fisting cigarettes. Ain't nothing wrong with her. Did Shepard complain? No, because he's a kid, but I did ask, the waiter was like, can I get you any food? I said, no, but you could clean that glass off. <laughs> <laughs> getting sassy. <laughs> I didn't say it quite like that, but he came back and he cleaned the glass off, but he cleaned one side of it. And the other side had smudges too. But Shepard and Adeline didn't care. Um, but then the thing is that they, the, the, it doesn't matter who you are, you can order You can order food. And uh, Shepard and Adeline are down there ordering popcorn, just pressing the button and they got the waiter coming up. And we've got two nine-year-olds just at will ordering food. There's all kinds of problems with this, this situation. Yeah. Um, well then, I don't want to know your opinion on the movie because you no, have to filter it through I, the glass of all that. I well, so first of all, I'm not I'm not a Star Wars fanboy, so I don't have like the, you know I'm not one of those people that's going to be like you messed with something precious. I know a lot of people are upset about certain things. I thought it was a very solid movie, very entertaining. I didn't enjoy it as much as last year's movie, but um, Rogue One, the the one with uh, Harrison Ford in it. Force Awakens, two years ago. Force Awakens? Yeah. Oh, I didn't enjoy it as much as the last two. Oh. But I enjoyed it a lot, and I think they're all great. Well, if you wanna know what I think, you gotta follow me on Twitter, because I did tweet <laughs> about that, and I did respond to some people well, after sh- I watched The Last Well, Dead, shout out, what's your, what's your handle? Shout it out. Um, Link Lamont. No, you gotta shout, say, out, shout out. Shout out to Link's Twitter. Link Lamont is exactly how you said it, except it was your information. Okay. Um. I went to my mom's house. I wanna run this by you, uh, okay. by, by way of Ear Biscuit closure. I don't wanna, I'm gonna open a can here towards the end of the conversation, but bear with me. I walk, I, you know, we go to the in-laws house, then we spend most, and then we go to my mom's house, and then we spent the majority of the time after that, you know, getting massages in trucks at um, my, yeah. my uh, 
Christy's sister and her massages husband. and milkshakes. That oh, would be that's a, awesome. But could we combine those two into an establishment? Yeah, yeah. In yeah. an RV, you'd be moving. Um, it's mobile. Mobile yeah, massages. Mobile and, massage and milkshake. Three M's. Write that down. I'll write that down on my iPad. The moment I step into my mom's house, I'm just struck with a scent. I'm like, oh. and it was strong. Mm. And I, I, I've been in my mom's house many times. It's not the house that I grew up in, but uh, her and Lewis, it's their house. I've been there many years though. It never smelled this smell. And I'm like, should I say something? Again, it was that moment, the moment, it wasn't a cigarette smell, but at that moment you get in the rental car and you're like, should, should, I, should, should I, I say should I send, should I get it, should I send this car back and get another one? Cause I'm gonna have to live in this car for the next week and a half. Well, okay, but in this house, you gotta give me, I know that my mom's house doesn't smell like this. You have this. to describe the smell because. I will. The, the, once it, I know the, the, the category of the smell, I can tell you how you should have reacted. Well, I decided, it was so strong, I decided I had to say something to my mom. And I was like, Mom, and this was in the first four minutes of being But what kind of smell was it? I said, Mom, do you smell that? Well, of course she doesn't. Of course she didn't. And I'm like, I, 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 it just smells like mothballs. Oh gosh, yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have mentioned it. No, it was, you, I could have told you, you should have, you should have texted me. And then. You could have broken our rule. If it smells like mothballs, you can't, you cannot question that. Smell. I mean, I'm like, I haven't smelled mothballs in a long time, but it's so pungent and it's like, I feel like it's, I mean, it's really strong, like it's about to knock me over. And she's like, it is mothballs. It is, if it smells like mothballs, it is mothballs. I have, I have moths eating my clothes in my closet. I'm like, that really happens? I thought that was something that happened in the 50s or something. Like, I thought that was eradicated, like polio. No, that's not how it works. Um. Is polio get, you, eradicated? You can't get it. By the it. way, you, uh, no, and it's coming back in some places. It is. You cannot it? vaccine against moths. The bubonic plague is in Madagascar. Yeah, and that's bad. That's why I'm not going. Um, I really feel for those people, but I'm talking about my mom right now. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah," and and she was like, "So I put them in my closet, and then the 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 vent blew on them, and then they all disappeared." I guess that's what happens when when air blows on a moth mothballs is that they disintegrate over time, like you would like one of those air freshener bally things. She says, but there's also a full basket of them in the guest bedroom in the closet, and I'm th I'm like, oh, that's my room. And I go back there and I open the door and Christy's already back there and she's got this like haunted look on her face because she wasn't going to say anything. And I'm like, do you smell that? It's mothballs. She's like, yes. And I, I took the basket out, and it, it will knock your socks off. And you're not even a moth. Could you imagine if you were a Good moth? Gosh, I would not eat clothes if they smelled like that. Yeah, right, that's the whole if point. I, yeah, and she graciously took them out, and I'm just like, I cannot believe. Did the smell leave with the balls? We burned a candle in there, and she put those balls in her closet, in her bedroom, and it still was smell out of the place. It never went away, but it, it went from like a 100% down to a, a 20%. You, as, but, as a general rule, I mean, I, I guess. It's my mom, I, I can talk I, openly with my mom. Yeah, it is your mom, but if it was me. I wasn't a jerk about it. I don't think I could, I, I don't think you should ask questions about smells unless you know it's something that's dead. It was so strong. Or like and a it, pile of dookie that no one has found yet. Well, <laughs> you know, that's, but, that's also like. But you happen. can't, 
It, it's you can't live in a space that smells like mothballs. I'm sorry. It's just it's too. There's got to well, be a no. 2018 let's, solution let's to moths. That you can't live in a space. I cannot. I mean, they can obviously. They don't have a problem with they it. They didn't think. They didn't think twice about it. But I just felt like I could offer a service. I know this. This sounds bad. Mothball removal. Just somebody who can come in and give you their honest opinion about stuff. Oh gosh, Link, it's you, just like it's not a job. That's called being Link. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I would be good at that job. Like I could go into, like talk about massages. I could go in. I my dream job would be to go into um, spas and then review them and like consult consult with spas. Yeah, this like, is this is big. This this is why I want to do like, the Enneagram episode because you are the category of Enneagram that is. This is what it's a, your it's personality called, profile is a reformer. A reformer. A per, I thought I was an, a one, a perfectionist. That's a reformer is a one. Same thing. I I just want to. It's, I, it's I, more specific than a perfectionist. Like to be able to go in and like give an honest opinion because I want to help. It's like you know other people are going to walk into your house and they're going to get hit with a wall of mothball smell, you know, or like maybe you your clothes don't match or you know maybe your pictures. You haven't looked at that picture in a while, and it's and it's been crooked for a couple of years. It's like someone just to come in with fresh eyes or fresh nose or fresh senses, and just to like give give their opinion. I what what job is that? I want to do that. I think it's just called pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I know I sound. I think that's what it's called. I, I think I, I think there are people who the cumulative effect of our conversation here. I'm afraid that the takeaway is because uh, I'm self-conscious about this, is that you've moved out to Los Angeles and you become too big for your britches. You come home and you tell your mama that it stinks and you're, you, even the cookout burgers aren't good enough for you anymore. Uh, I, I'm really self-conscious about that no. and I, I'm afraid that that's what we've done in this I think, conversation. No, I think, I mean. Like talk about peeing up on the seat or no, what? We complain about everything. That's just being a dad, man. That's just be, getting old. When when you when you get to a certain stage, I just really and, care, and, and you, I really care. It, I mean, and it's not just about my to own me, comfort. It's not caring. I think it all it, but it could be interpreted as this, uh, like, I know what makes me comfortable. And, well, yeah, and the, and the world needs to bend to me. Well, I will say and I don't that I told my wife because because I, I do think this is a component of this because if you make yourself, if you expect your in, if you set yourself up so that your environment has to be made perfect in order for you to be happy, you will always be unhappy. But if you set yourself up to be someone who can be malleable and flexible in any environment, and, and, and instead of saying, I want that picture to be straight and say, I'm gonna be okay with that picture and not be straightened. And I, and I don't do that. I, for the record, I did not straighten any pictures yeah, of my yeah. mom's house. No, but I'm saying, but this is a principle for everybody, not just somebody who has more opinions than, than, than average. Um, but that what I told Jesse when we got there, knowing I was going to be sharing a bathroom with him, and again, I, I was marginal. This was marginally effective because I still complained about it. Was like I'm going to not let this get me this year, and I'm going to be like, this is an this is an opportunity for growth. Sharing a bathroom with teenage boys is an opportunity for growth. It's also an opportunity for entertainment when I can go on a podcast and talk about it. Yeah, and I think that that is but, the main reason I think we're talking about um, it because it's funny for us to be. But I do think that uh, I took a different approach to saying like, 
you know what, I'm gonna do the things that I wanna do, like I, I'm going to clean the seat, I'm going to take my toiletries in and out, um, whatever, so that I can enjoy this as much as I can, but I'm not gonna just sit here and wish I was at a hotel. I'm not gonna do that, because being here is being with family and putting myself through this is ultimately a good thing. But it is a little bit of a spoiled thing. I, you know, I share a bathroom with my wife. It's, it, you know, even just moving from sharing a bathroom with dudes when I was a roommate to, you know, Tim and Greg, to sharing a roommate with Jesse, sharing a, a bathroom with Jesse, like it's there's a totally different world. I mean, all of a sudden, there's somebody who's invested in the cleanliness of this bathroom and the smells being good and the you know all all these things. And it's just like, oh, this is great. I can I and you become spoiled when you've had 17 years of that of being using a bathroom in a place where somebody cares about the environment, and then you go to a place where it's just boys. And I I was a teenage boy at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a different you know less, different less, approach. Less, Let's twist this into being about how great our wives are and how yeah. they've made us. Yeah, you saw where I was going. They've with made that. us really. They made our lives amazing. Yeah, they're not listening. That's the sad part. Yeah, yeah. I just said fart. Sad part. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it. Thanks for enduring our complaints and for believing the best about us and or whatever opinions you've gathered. I'm sure you can let us know. Hashtag ear biscuits. Don't let um, us know your opinions about us. <laughs> let us know your opinions about our work. <laughs> All right, we'll talk at you next week.